Epsor. If you want early access to episodes, ad-free and exclusive bonus episodes, then subscribe to Germaniacs on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, Illy. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, Gampy Wampy. It's your little bitty granddaughter, Jamie. How are I'm sorry I haven't. FaceTimed you yet? I've been really busy. So, um, apparently Courtney told you that I blew 20 grand of your money on the bracelet. Um, yes, that is true. But, um, what she didn't tell you, Gampy, is how much pressure I am under over here in LA. Like, I'm sorry, Gampy, because I know it's your hard-earned money, and like you meant me to use it for fashion school, but you don't get what it's like having like a bitch like Olivia Bellissimo like controlling you. It's shit. Plus my life is not even safe. I've got a middle-aged Mexican gardener slash drug dealer like dropping his pants in my apartment and staring at me through my window as he hoses my garden. Look, Gampy, I know I shouldn't have done it, but like I'm trying to make something of myself. I need to make it big here and I have to do it fast because I'm hoping like you're still alive when I'm huge and you get to see it all happen. So I've got to get my skates on and you don't understand the pressures of being an influencer. I have to have all the high end clothes and present myself as like really like cutting edge and chic and, and that includes jewelry. Like I've been wearing fake stuff for years and the people that matter notice. So I have to keep the bracelet if you'll let me, please. If I'm really honest with you, Gampy, I'm starting to lose myself here in LA. I'm like really homesick and I miss mom so much and dad a bit. Um, and like the whole private school girl veneer is starting to like fade and I'm starting to look like a desperate mid-twenties loser, even though I'm still 22. I have to pump my face full of preventative Botox and retinoids to keep up with all the fresh-faced like crop of girls straight out of school who are like killing it on TikTok and have high-rating podcasts. And I'm walking around LA with my lopsided labia just trying to pretend everything's fine when it's not. Help me, Gampy, please. I need to keep the bracelet. Um, yeah, and thank you so much for giving me the money. I'm loving fashion school and I really want to make you proud. And, and I'm still going to call my firstborn child Gampy after you, Ovs. Um, so love you, Gampy. I can't wait to hear from you about the bracelet. Um, I'll just assume you're cool with me keeping it. So thank you. Um, yeah, love from your granddaughter forever, Jamie. 
This week on Jamazing in LA, mountain lion paw prints around the pool, throwing a rock through Chris's window, the squirrels decide my destiny with Amber, my three baguette fat rolls, Olivia's rocket launch fart pick, and did I really buy dad a Cartier cock ring? Your weekly dose of fashion, friends, and influencer life. From the Pussy Palace Princess, the first lady of La La Land, I'm Jemay, J-A-apostrophe-M-I-E. I'm quiche, I'm rich, I'm a bitch, and I'm Jemazing. Hi, Jemaniacs. I'm feeling really weird. Everything's kind of gone to shit this week, and I've lost my way. So I'll give you the update on everything, but basically I want to go home. LA life is too hard. Um, so the main thing I'm devo about is that dad has made me return the Cartier bracelet. Such a bastard. Like I haven't even heard back from Gampy yet. And like, I'm hoping he overturns the decision and I can like go back and get it. But yeah, dad wanted me to show him like the return receipt and evidence that like the 20 grand had gone back into the account. I'm trying to shine and he's just like tearing me down. He's always like this. He doesn't understand. Like I've got big plans. And once I make it big, I'll be buying him and mum Cartier like everything. Like he'll be dripping in diamonds and gold. I'll get him a Cartier cock ring. Actually, maybe not. That's kind of, yeah. That's a bad image. Um, anyway, so on to more happy things, romantic life update. Um, it's kind of happy, but also like I'm really confused about Amber, um, my lesbian crush from Sydney, as you well know. Um, I'm kind of obsessed with her again. Like she keeps posting like throwback pics of her and me and her stories. And she does all these little cute captions. I don't know how she feels, but. I know I'm getting hardcore fanny flutters. And so I've pretty much filled up my vision board with pictures of her too. It's like so embarrassing. Like I hide the board if Olivia comes over because she still thinks I'm bi and wants me to hook up with like rich men over in LA and stuff. But yeah, I just like seeing Amber's hot daggy face on my little vision board and remembering all the good times and Double Bay and... I've also got a picture of a mountain lion on my vision board too because, like, I kind of really want to see one now, um, like a cute little wild one and kind of become friends with it and tell it all my secrets and, I don't know, it's random. It'd kind of be like my new laundry monster, but it'd be like a real-life lion. It's kind of weird, but um, I'm a weirdo. So... I did this random thing today. Oh my God, you guys are going to think I've lost it. But I wrote two little cardboard signs that say yes and no. Um, And I've got little piles of corn chips next to each one. And then the heading at the top says, hey, squirrels, do you think Amber is in love with me? So when they come, um, like whatever pile they go to is going to tell me the truth. Um, And I'll find out for sure. I hope they come tonight. Mm, I want to know. Sorry, the big downer of the week has been the aftermath of the fucking Daily Mail story. Me and the girls getting like totally thrown under the bus and made fun of and called dumb. And the hideous picture of me on the water slide with like three rolls of fat and my munted face and my legs spread and the shadow that looks like pubes. So um, all the girls are trying to sue and we're having all these meetings about it and um, they're trying to get all the photos completely removed from the internet and... 
I don't know what to do, boss. I need an attorney. But weirdly, like, everyone's follower numbers have gone up and no brands have dropped, like, anyone. It's just, like, a media lie. In fact, more brands have, like, offered deals to some of, um, like, the really huge girls. Like, Olivia got a deal with this amazing gut health brand. I didn't get anything because um, my numbers are still too low. I was scared I was going to get, like, a lady trimmer brand because of, like, my bush photo. But, yeah. So, um that disgusting pic of me has ended up being turned into some really weird memes. Um, and it's getting around on TikTok. It's so embarrassing. Like people have like captioned it like with really mean stuff, like when the cat kicks in or like, um, when your girl brings three baguettes over because of my three rolls of fat, I lashed out at some of the people posting mean comments and I've started so much beef online in the last few days. I also got my Instagram account suspended for violating community standards or something because um, I threatened to murder this 10-year-old boy who was bagging me. I said, like, I knew where he lived and I was waiting outside with a knife. And I know it's wrong, but little boys are so fucking annoying. So Olivia had this photo, too, of her diving into the pool Um but at the party, but doing, like, that holding one leg up pose and, like, and her face looks hideous. Um... Like, she's doing this open mouth, like, blow-up sex doll kind of, like, stunned face. And people are doing memes with her with, like, a fart explosion coming out of a bum and, like, cutting her out and doing, like, so it looks like she's getting propelled into the sky. And someone put her over a rocket launch photo with the caption, when your girl farts for the first time in front of you. It's so humiliating for her, like, full humour Bobby Brown. <laughs> anyway, um, Olivia goes back to Sydney soon. Her trip's nearly over, so I've got to make um, the most of the contact while she's still here. I haven't really got to know any of the other girls that well because they're kind of, like, bitchy and they always leave me out. So I'm kind of just, like, Olivia's dorky little shadow friend, which is so off-brand for me. Like, I'm normally, like, the main character. But, um... Olivia thinks I'm still not doing well enough to get an offer to move into the Pussy Palace. Um, and the photo of me on the water slide hasn't really helped things, um, TBH. Um, also, the other shit thing that's, like, ruining my life right now is Prisha is being a fucking bitch and not helping me with all my fashion schoolwork still. It's, like, really intense how much, like, work I've got to do and... I thought she would have calmed down by now. Like I've got to like cut out all the fabric and from the patterns and like sew all my looks and like I can't fucking sew and I've got the fucking machine here and it's like, and then I've got to like finish up all the 3D designs on Chloe and like get it all ready for the presentation. It's so much fucking work. And she's ignoring me in all the classes and sits at the back and doesn't even look at me. So I ended up emailing her dad um, anonymously with the video of her drunk dancing at the frat party with the shirtless boys. I know, I'm a bitch, but I just wanted to, like, get revenge. Um, and I didn't hear anything from her. So now I'm, like, thinking, how else can I bribe her to, like, help me? Because I'm getting fucking desperate. So I went over to her student housing place um, the other day after class and I was like yelling up to her window um, and she wouldn't come to the window. So I started throwing rocks at it, like um, just pegging these rocks at it. Um, she still wouldn't open the window. So um, I tied this little pile of cash um, as a kind of like taster of like what I could potentially pay her to do my work. Um, it's desperate times for maniacs. Um, and I threw the rock 
with the cash in it and it fucking smashed one of the glass panels in her window and like ended up in her apartment. So she would have got the cash. And, um, and I wrote a little note um, with the cash and it said, there's more where this came from. Um, then suddenly Prisha like flings the window open and she's like screaming at me all mad and like hysterical. I could barely understand her. And she goes like, um, and she's all like, go away. It's too late. Stop terrorizing me. And we're not friends anymore. We never will be. She's like sobbing and saying how like she almost got taken out of fashion school by her dad because of the video that I sent. Um, yeah, like I felt a little bit bad, but. Um, anyway, I'm getting really desperate and the clock's ticking for me to get all this work done and I don't want to fail another thing and I have to pass this subject and my dad's going to kill me and Gampy will be devil and I don't know what to do, Germaniacs. Why do I always get myself in these sticky situations? <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, sexies. It's true days later. Um, I'm less of a fucking drama queen now. I just replayed that segment. I'm like, oh my God, someone's getting the period. Um, oh my God. So the squirrels didn't come last night. I was like staring at them for ages um, and there was no sign of them. I could like set up a camera or something, I guess, because I went to bed. They might have come then, but um, I don't know. Maybe there's like a wild animal camera and you can like the triggers and then it like sets off a thing on my phone or like records it or whatever and I could see which what they choose because like I just want to know what they think about Amber and if she does love me and yeah, I can tell no one's touched the corn chips. And Every time I go out there, I just like eat a few corn chips. Um, yeah. Can't help myself. Um, anyway, so the most random thing happened today. Um, and I've ended up getting six bags of Coke off Rosé for nothing. Um, don't freak out, Germaniacs. I'm not a fucking drug addict. I'm just going to pull them out at like parties or at the Pussy Palace. I don't know. Um, I hardly ever do it. And I'm pretty much done after one bump and I, I don't shut up all night. Um, it's just part of the scene over here and... I can kind of make like influential friends if I'm kind of like bringing the fun. Um, so I want to tell you guys what happened and why I ended up getting them. So um, I didn't have class today, so I've been working on my pottery wheel content. Um, and I was going to do like a video where I'm like bagging the Daily Mail, like while making a pot. Um, and kind of the pot symbolizes the Daily Mail. And then I crush it with my fist just to get like revenge for that ugly pic that they posted to me on the water slide. Um, and to like, you know, rebuild my reputation. Um, so I'm like setting up by the pool and Rosé the garden is like helping me. Um, oh my God, Olivia was giving me so much shit about using Rosé as my pottery assistant in videos. Like she's such a racist bitch because she goes, it's not a good look to be friendly with those types. And I'm like, I think it's cool. Um, anyway, he gets like heaps of great comments and stuff and everyone's loving him. So, um, yeah, sometimes Olivia's such a fucking bitch. Um, 
Anyway, so while I'm setting up, I'm like, what the hell is that? And there's this like massive like cat claw print um, around the pool area, like muddy ones. And they're like big and um, definitely not like a domestic cat. Um, and you can't have pets in the Castellos Ricos anyway. So I'm like, what the actual fuck? Um, and Rosé like crouches down. He's like trying to look at the prints and trying to like work out what they are. And he goes... It could be a mountain lion. After I've been telling him for fucking weeks and, like, freaking out, um, he finally, like, confesses that, like, he thinks it could be possible that there is one, like, walking around the grounds of Reeks and trying to kill me. Um, And then he goes, look, I think we better, like, film this pottery content inside your condo just in case, Um, in case, like, the prints look pretty fresh. So we're thinking maybe the mountain lion was hiding in the bush or something, Rosé was saying. Um, And then Rosé was on his morning tea break. So he helps me carry all the pottery gear um, from the pool back into my condo. Um, And I set up the camera and everything and – Rosé jumps on the mezzanine level in the condo and he starts like fucking doing lines and I'm like, are you right? Um, And he's like, don't mind me. You just do your thing and I'll enjoy the show. So um, I get into my overalls with no bra. Um, I did a little ice cube on the nipples. So they just like perked up to maximum like pointiness. I straddle my pottery wheel and I start my video. I'm like throw down the clay and, you know, like working it with my wet hands and, um, I was crapping on about the Daily Mail and how fuck they are for ruining my reputation and while I'm shaping a kind of like breast-shaped like mound of clay and kind of creating like a nipple, um, two little nipples with my fingers. And um, and I look up at Rosé um, and he can't take his eyes off me and he's like adjusting his crotch area a bit and I'm like, fuck my life, men are all the same. Um But anyway, so after I finish the video, I like pack up my camera and um, I'm going to post the video this afternoon, by the way, guys. Um, It's really hot. Um, And Rosé climbs down um, from the mezzanine level, well, comes down the spiral staircase and he's like, um, oh, hi. And he goes, goes, Shemay, would you consider doing a clay model of me, like a full body, like sculpture, um, you know, of his body? And I'm like, "Um, Rosé, I'm not that kind of ceramicist, like I'm more pot based or like dicks and stuff. Um, and he's like, just use your hands and like look at my body and mold my shape as best you can. Um, and before I even had a chance to say fuck off, he's like stripping off fully into the nude and he gets on my couch and he's like lying like full length, um, with his like hairy little body all over my couch. And I'm like, Oh my God. Um, And then I'm like, fucking YOLO, like you might actually be really good at this, like doing like full body, like sculpting. So I set up all my gear in front of him with like a big blob of clay and I like straddle the, this table in front, um, of his body, um, got all my tools laid out and I'm like, um, taking in his shape and like thinking about like the proportions and doing little sort of marks in the clay, um, and he's just lying there, like, smiling at me, like, full dick out. Um, not like I haven't seen him before as well, because he's always, like, flopping out after his post-work showers. And um, and then Rosé goes, sculpt me, baby. Um, so I start kind of, like, working the clay and, like, carving out, like, the head shape. Um, 
was like all fiddly and like technical and and he's like locked eyes with me. Then my eyes scan down his body um, and I get to his dick and I'm like, fuck off, he's got a boner. And I'm like, are you right? Like, that is disgusting. And he goes, sculpt me, baby, sculpt Jose, um, like, really forcefully. Um, then I see his hand go down to start, like, wanking, and I'm, like, about to spew. Like, I should have known he was going to be a fucking creep. And I didn't want fucking jizz stains on my couch because I want to get my bond back. Um, and I go, um, guess what, Rose? You're on camera. I've filmed this entire thing. There's cameras everywhere. So unless you want me to send this video to your boss at Castellos Ricos and show him you've been like sexually harassing a resident, you better put your fucking dick away, get off my couch and give me six bags of Coke for free to silence me. And he just like leaps to his feet and like he's looking around trying to work out where the camera is, but like I'd already packed it up. Like I hadn't actually filmed it, but like he's too dumb to work that out. And he goes, sorry, Senor Jamey, please don't tell my boss. I'll get dressed. Um, I won't do it again. And I get you bags. No problemo. And he races off like um, over the, he just jumped over the balcony thing. Um, and he came back in the Arvo with like these bags of Coke for me. Um, I just grabbed them off him and. I'm like, I've still got the tapes, so behave yourself. I'm kind of really into, like, blackmail stuff lately. It's my new thing. Anyway, it was kind of fun in, like, a weird way, but um, I have to get on to all my fashion school stuff. I still kind of low-key, like, hoping Prisha, like, resurfaces, even though I've been a fucking bitch. Most people, like, come groveling with me, but, you know, I might have burnt my bridge with her, but... Anyway, um, more later, Shamaniacs. Ask Shamay's next. Bye. Hi, Shamay. So, I'm going out with this guy. He's quite hot, but he's so boring. And so, he took me to meet his parents for the first time the other day. And um, so, I found out that they're mega rich. And um, the mum seems like quite. Seems like a real bitch, and the dad was definitely giving me some kind of vibe. Like I really think he fancied me. He was flirting with me a bit, and and I reckon that I could be in there with the dad, you know. And um, I just want to make sure before I make my move that he definitely likes me. So I just need to know, like, what are the signs that a bugly rich guy likes you? Because I don't want to make a tit of myself. Because if there's if there's no chance, now stick with the sun. But I'd rather go for the pot of gold obviously so let me know okay right so yeah a girl who goes for the pot of gold um is speaking my language relatable af um look it's a no-brainer to aim for the dad in this scenario um that you've given me if there's a little um dilemma there then definitely the dad especially if he's giving some sort of vibe as you say um if you're even slightly suspecting, I would say, like, there's a really good chance um, that he's into you. Um, I'll just run you through some of the telltale signs before you pounce, um, just to make sure. So as a general rule, um, when money's involved, you always want to, like, jump a generation up. Um, so go for the guy that, like, holds the purse strings. Um yeah, like the amount of times I've hooked up with a supposedly rich guy only to find out like the grandfather was the actual rich one. Um, so you want to find out, is this guy actually rich? Um, 
this dad. So you can't be holding out for inheritance. It's like it could take years, babe. So to answer your question, is the dad into you? Um, look, just keep an eye out on his behaviour, his body language. That can sort of say a lot. Um, a man spread in front of you is always a sign that he's kind of like presenting himself to you and um, any adjustment of the junk, of course. Um, he wants you to picture it. Um, obviously, if he just glances at your tits or your bum and try to catch him out and do a little wide-eyed look back um, at him, indicating that you noticed, that's what I always do. Um, it'll be tricky for you with the son there in the same room. So, um, But you sound like a pretty savvy chick, so I'm sure you'll manage. Um Look, I remember even in school days, I used to have like, if I have a sleepover to friends or something, I'd always kind of like hone in on the dads and try to suss out if they were like eyeing me off as a potential conquest for when I got older. Um, They usually were. I was always like the hot friend. So um, yeah, I just like keep an eagle eye on the dads um, back then. I just look for clues and if they're at a barbecue, like cooking sausages for dinner, for example, flipping them over and glancing over to you, then they're usually trying to just get you to imagine their dicks, um, especially when they eat a sausage in front of you. Um, yeah, men are creeps. Um, it's that basic. Um, same applies if they're chopping a cucumber or like eating a mango maybe, getting really tonguey with the mango. Um, he's trying to make you imagine you know what. Um if he's holding any round fruit, he's he's imagining your tits. So, yeah, it's all innuendo and signalling with the dads. Um, yeah, they're pretty obvious. Loud sneezes too, another one. Um, they're always a sign asserting their masculinity with a big loud sneeze um, or a big loud uh, like a sing-song yawn. Um, they're trying to get you to imagine what they'll sound like when they orgasm. Um, Watch them if ever they play with a TV remote as well and they just fiddle with, like, the little button. Um, They're trying to get you to imagine what it would be like if they were, like, flicking your bean. Um, It's a classic dad trick. Um, Yeah, my friend Maddie's dad um, had these DJ decks and when when we'd come over for sleepovers, like, he'd always, like, be spinning vinyl and, like, playing with, like, the knobs and stuff and I'd catch his eye and I knew what he was getting at with his little finger moves on the vinyl and twiddling the little knobs imagining they're my nipples yeah my friend Brianna's dad um used to make coffee in the morning and he'd always be like stroking that milk frother thing after he'd used it like like he was trying to get me to like think it was his dick and um oh one time I caught him hosing out the big bins you know like the ones you push out on the street and I'm like chill dude I get it like it's a big wide wet hole and you're picturing my one and I know you're into me it's so fucking obvious and oh he would also like when we were backing out the driveway he'd always put his arm over the front passenger chair like um and I'd be sitting in the back and he'd just sort of look at me and I just knew he was imagining that the back of the chair was like my shoulders and he was kind of putting his arms around me but Brianna's dad was like not even that rich so I just rolled my eyes and looked away Um, but yeah, in general, I think you'll find, um, the fathers, especially the older ones, um, are always eyeing you off. So, um, you've just got to be vigilant and look for those signs that I've mentioned. There was one time, um, and this is a good idea for you if you want to use it. Um, I was at my friend Maddie's, um, for a sleepover, um, and I mentioned to the dad that I was like a really bad sleepwalker, just planted that seed. Um, then once the parents were asleep, I slipped into their bed, like fully naked and I spooned the dad and the wife freaked out and woke up and called the police. 
So yeah, it didn't end well. Um, yeah, I just bolted and out of the house naked before the cops arrived. And yeah, they were our next door neighbours, so I didn't, didn't have far to run um, naked for long. So yeah, just getting over the fence was a little tricky. Yeah, nothing like straddling a paling fence at night in the nude with sirens blaring to make you feel alive. Uh, anyway, babe, Illy, um, good luck with it and I hope that helps you slay the daddies. Bye. Hey, Germaniacs, it's Sunday night. I'm so fucking tired. I went AWOL for a while this week because I had to focus on fashion school and I've had the most intense weekend of my life. Oh my God. And I still haven't finished everything. So basically without pressure, I've realized like I'm fully on my own. Um, I asked Olivia to help. She's like, talk to the hand. Um, like she's so busy with all that like content and brand work. And my dad's been sending these threatening messages saying he's looking forward to seeing my results for this quarter. So I'm freaking out. I feel like I'm fucking back at Hilford. So I asked my lecturers if I could use like the fit facilities over the weekend. Um, and I spent all Saturday and all of today, Sunday, just slogging it out, like in the sewing rooms and the design rooms, just trying to get everything done. And, and heaps of students that I've been like ignoring to and like being a bitch. And they actually have been like really nice and like helping me and trying to like teach me how to do things. And I'm like, oh, thank you. Um, yeah, it's been so hard. Like I was there on, like till like 11 p.m. on Saturday night, like trying to get everything done. And, and I missed out on this epic party that Olivia invited me to. So um, I've somehow, fuck knows how, but I've managed to like put together like five garments from my capsule collection and they're looking really good. Um, the last one's really complicated. So I'm like praying to God that... Um, somehow I'll be able to do it. It's this ball gown. It's like got this like ruching and pleats and it's like asymmetric and like really fitted and technical. And it's in a brick wall pattern, lame fabric. And you've got to like line up the bricks and it's like, fuck my life. And I'm so far behind with all the 3D designs, Tori, but like I've done heaps and I've learned so much as well. And this gay guy has been like showing me how to do everything. And he stayed and helped me to like 9 PM tonight, which was like so nice. Um, also, remember that hot skinny hobo that um, I threw the chocolate bar at when I first started at Fit M? Um, so I'm getting out of the car on Saturday with all this like fabric and stuff. And he fully came over and he helped me carry it in. I was like, oh my God, thank you. And um, he put his hand up for money, but I didn't have any cash. So I was just, I gave him a little kiss on the cheek. Um, and then I fully like sanitized my lips afterwards. Um, also, I've been doing heaps of content while I've been spending so much time like on my own at like fashion school, like heaps of TikTok dances around sewing machines. And um, and I did a photo shoot of like myself rolling around on this faux otter fur fabric. Um, Olivia was really impressed with that. So yeah, killing two birds with one stone, as they say. But yeah, there's still so much to do and I don't know if I'll make it over the finish line with all the work. And I just don't want to fail and have to like quit fashion school and go back to Australia. It'll be shit. I don't want my LA chapter to be a failure. I'm sick of failing at things, Germaniacs. This wasn't how my life was supposed to turn out. I'm a winner. It's like, it doesn't feel right to be like failing. Wait, oh my God, what the hell is this? Just got an email. Oh, cured. It's an email from Gampy. 
Let's see. Oh, God, you got to say. I'll just read it out. My darling Jamie, well, 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 we all make mistakes, don't we? Thank you for being so honest about your dalliance at the jewellery store. All is forgiven, darling. I must say, as your grandfather, I don't believe you need any diamonds or gold to shine, my darling. Oh, my God. You yourself shine so bright, and I can almost see the sparkles from Cape Town. Oh, my God. I'm going to cry. That is so nice. I can see myself as a young man in you sometimes, Jamie. Your rebellious nature, locking horns with your father. All things I too once did as a young fellow. I remember running away with my mates on a hunting trip when I was 16 and I stole my father's Land Rover, tried to take it off road and snapped the suspension. I got the biggest rear end flogging of my life. I've still got a scar on my bum cheek from where he hit me. But I had the spirit of adventure and that's the main thing. And so do you, my darling. <laughs> oh my God, I'm like fucking bowling. You can achieve anything you set your mind to, sweetheart. Do your best in Los Angeles at fashion school. And I can't wait to see your name up in light. <laughs> Debbie. Oh, sorry, so many hugs. <laughs> can't even deal. Um, Sorry, guys. I'm so emotional. I'm like tired from all my all-nighters and stuff. I, just, I should just stop recording. <laughs> I just wish Amber was here. It's someone that understands what I'm going through. Oh, my God. Wait. What the hell? It's the squirrels. They're eating the corn chips. One second. I'm just going over to the sliding daughter check. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Oh, my God. Oh, my fucking God, you maniacs. I had the yes or no, like, questions on the table for the squirrels and the corn chips. And it said, is Amber in love with me? And the squirrels just chose yes. They were eating from the yes piles, you maniacs. Which means she does love me. <gasps> Amber loves me. Amber does love me. Oh, my God. Early <gasps> you maniacs. I can't even deal with all this. Check in next week for the finale and tell you guys what happens with everything. I need to talk to Amber. Oh, my God. And I don't know if I'm going to fail uni. So much going on. Stay caged, maniacs, no hurricane. I love you guys, honestly, so fucking much. Bye-bye-bye-bye. are on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns so if you want early access to episodes, ad-free and exclusive bonus episodes, then subscribe to Germaniacs on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, Illy!